Hawkeye had 10 deleted scenes pop up online yesterday, and there are some very interesting ones at that. I'm going to break them all down right now on 15 Minutes of Marvel. There was an idea. Because if we can't protect the Earth, you can be damn well sure we'll avenge it. We're going to do this all day. What are they called again? Anulax batteries. Harvey Larry batteries. As far as I'm concerned, that's America's ass. I control the truth. Mysterio is the truth. Boom. You looking for this? What is up and welcome back to 15 Minutes of Marvel, the only podcast to give you Marvel reviews, news, and rumors in pretty much 15 minutes. I'm your host, Ethan Simi. Today on the pod, I am breaking down all 10 deleted scenes that are now out in the universe, giving my take on which ones should have stayed and which ones should have just never been made. I always find deleted scenes very fascinating to go to the extent of creating a an entire scene, an entire storyline, an entire moment of a project that inevitably ends up on the cutting room floor uh, and just doesn't make it in the project, which I think is so fascinating. And it, it detracts certain things. It can add certain things. It is a whole world in and of itself. And we've got 10 deleted scenes to talk about today, to break down, to see if they truly would have added anything to the Hawkeye series. Some of them, I think, would have been nice, would have been actually quite important to some storylines we would have gotten some closure we would have gotten more details we would have gotten some necessary information that i feel like would have been beneficial and then others um you know we'll talk about them they're deleted scenes we're gonna we're gonna talk about all of them they vary in length with the longest being eight minutes titled kate's first day at work and the shortest being just 30 seconds titled ice cream which now that i now that i mention it i could go for a bowl of ice cream good a good bowl of chocolate chip ice cream. That's where it's at. But considering it is 9 a.m. when I am recording this, probably not a smart move. Each scene definitely has a different vibe, a different message, and a different spot that it would really fit into the show itself. So again, very interesting to see what they've cut from the final project. All of these deleted scenes are currently available on Twitter and on some major news outlets. If you Google Hawkeye deleted scenes, Twitter, you should be able to find them all in in no time. There are so many Hawkeye Stan accounts out, out there that have them in full, and that is how I watch them, and that's how I'm able to dissect all of them here right now for you. And uh, they're out there, so go check them out. Let's get into this a little bit. We're going to talk about all 10 of them. I'm going to give a, a brief uh, description, a brief synopsis, and then my take on if they should have stayed, if they were going to add anything, or if they should have just never been made. The first one is called You Never Miss. It is five and a half minutes long. So I'm going to do my best to to really condense this one. I'm going to, I'm going to gloss over some things inevitably for this deleted scene. But we do get to see a young Clint Barton here. This is very fascinating to me because I always love more backstory. I always love more childhood things, more events for us to understand our main character on a deeper level, a more personal level. And this scene definitely delivers on that and tells us a lot of information and a lot of context clues as to why Clint is the way that he is. So this does feature young Clint Barton at a local fair with his mom. They pickpocket someone at the fair, yet they only get a few bucks, just enough to to play a shooter game at the fair. Clint misses the first shot, but then he makes the last two after his mom says that he never misses. He asks his mom what happens if they get caught pickpocketing people like they have been. She justifies their actions by saying that they are stealing from people 
who can afford to give back, and yet they do not. He then questions her and says, so it's okay to do bad things to bad people. She tries to talk her way out of it. They fantasize about a a house that they both want, that they're going to live in one day. His mom says that she's going to do anything possible to get that house. And she tells Clint, look, tomorrow we're not going to be sleeping in the car. Now, I'm going to stop right there for a second because I think that is entirely fascinating to understand that Clint comes from a young childhood background of sleeping in the car, pickpocketing people for for money, for dinner, and to enjoy life, and comes from this really kind of broken down childhood where he did not have a lot and had to continually justify some of the very questionable and morally gray area choices that that he had to make as a kid that he was pushed to make by his mom. So I think this is very interesting. In the morning, he says he doesn't like lying, and his mom says, don't worry, nobody's going to get hurt this time. Then he goes into a gas station uh, like Mini Mart and essentially kind of plays a con here with his mom, goes into the gas station store, drops cans of soda, says he doesn't know where his mom is, Meanwhile, his mom is stealing money from the register. She ends up getting caught, gets held hostage by the owner of the store. Clint gets the gun that that the owner of the store uh, ended up kicking on the ground, essentially. And even though he never misses, he's shot through a window at a cop car that was parked on the street. His mom is taken away by the cops, and Clint says, sorry for missing. She then says, you never miss. And that's the last thing that we see. I think that this would have been beneficial. Do I think it fits in with the Hawkeye series and the Hawkeye tone? Mm, Not necessarily. I think it's important. It's kind of got more Black Widow vibes to me of like, let's give Hawkeye his own movie and then we can do a flashback in there. But I do think it gives us a lot of good information in terms of young Clint Barton, understanding the background that he comes from, kind of the pressure to maybe do morally ambiguous things that, that he got from his mom. And... His decision, even at a, such a young age, to miss when he needed to and to make shots when he needed to as well. So I think it was a very interesting deleted scene. I don't think it necessarily would fit, but I like it on the whole. Next one is called Old Friend. Essentially, Clint is sharpening his Ronin sword with grills. Love me more grills. And I, and I love grills in this deleted scene too. This one is just about two minutes long. Like I said, Clint is sharpening his Ronin sword when Grills pops in, sees that it's definitely not a foam sword because he knows swords. He, he says that out loud. I love that bit. He asks if Clint is going to go to a grocery store, then asks where he is actually going, and Clint tells him the truth. Clint says, I'm trying to dodge an assassin and talk to a woman whose father I killed. Then he looks up at Grills. Grills looks at him, and he says, no, nah, I'm just joking. And Grills is like, oh, yeah, you had me going there for a minute. Totally bought it, blah, blah, blah. And then Clint leaves, and then he says, if you do stop by a grocery store, could you pick me up some cottage cheese? Two things about this. I love that Clint is so forthright with certain people that he knows he can either trust or knows will not believe him in this situation. So I think I, I like that a lot about this scene. The fact that Grills believes him when he says that it is a joke is very interesting to me as well because he knows what Hawkeye has done in the past. So why wouldn't you believe that he is continuing kind of on this path? Point number two, Grills eating cottage cheese. Um, This is bad. This is bad. And I didn't want to do this to Grills. Great guy. Really funny. Love his character. But gosh, that takes him down like 17 notches in my cool book because cottage cheese is the worst. It's the worst. 
deleted scene number three. It's called Sorry, It Lasts Only One Minute. And I think this, this particular scene would be the most important to put back in the Hawkeye series. And it had the most weight for me, even though it is one of the shortest ones at just a minute. I think it tells a lot about the story, a lot about the two characters that are involved, and it gives us a nice sense of closure after the big battle that takes place in 30 Rock. Clint and Maya Lopez, Echo, they are there, and Clint signs sorry to Maya from across the plaza while paramedics and fire trucks are arriving on the scene. He truly, and I mean truly, he honestly, and you know, that Jeremy Renner face, that long face that gets so sad and so just like puppy doggy kind of, he looks so sorry. And it looks like she accepts it. It looks like she kind of nods her head and says, okay, and I understand. And, you know, the silences speak so much here. She then drives off on her motorcycle across a bridge and away. We don't see what happens after that. But I love this deleted scene. I really wish that they would have kept it in the show. I think it is so critical to these two characters to understand that Clint said, sorry, Clint is remorseful. He does not enjoy this path that he has led Maya down. He doesn't enjoy what he's doing for the Ronin suit right now. And he is legitimately heartbroken over some of the choices that he's made. And for Maya to understand his perspective as well, I think is so fascinating and incremental to this show. I don't know why they took it out. I, I still think that the, the Maya Lopez, the tracksuit mafia storyline was not worked out well. I don't think it came to a nice conclusion. I don't think we really got a good wrap up in terms of that for the show. So I think this would have benefited that. Again, I don't know why they took it out, but I love these heartfelt moments. I think this one should have stayed in. The Old Friend, uh, I, I didn't say what I thought about it, um, but, you know, impartial. I, I can see totally taking out it. It doesn't really do anything for, for the show, for the storyline, or anything like that. Now, here's the big one. The next deleted scene is the longest at eight minutes. It's called Kate's First Day at Work. And, of course, what do you think it's about? It is actually about Kate's first day at work. So she leaves Pizza Dog some old pizza, talks to him about being called a hero, kind of has a nice little cute little banter with, with Pizza Dog there, with Lucky, brings the Ronin suit to work, just in case, she says you never know, goes to mom's office, starts asking her about Jack. This is very intriguing because I love the kind of investigative storyline that we got with Kate Bishop and Jack and everything that that involved. What's the deal with his weird family? Then her mom says they're at work and they come out and discuss these types of things at work. Tells her to go to reception where she's supposed to be working. They'll talk later about everything, which is fascinating as well because she cuts her off. She says, this is not the time or the place to be talking about this, which is a great alibi. It's a great excuse for her, for Eleanor to say, let's not talk about this. When in reality, she just actually doesn't want to talk about it. Forces her to say, I love you back while leaving the office. Another interesting little tidbit and some information revealed about characters and the relationships. And I, I like that type of stuff in this deleted scene. She goes to the reception desk. She kind of has this back and forth banter with the current receptionist, pushes her to go get a new cup of coffee by, by drinking hers, which is quite funny, actually. She logs into the reception computer to look at Jack's file. She's denied access. She needs a higher security level, obviously. She is able, however, to get Jack's address she then goes to the address, rings the bell a couple times, nobody's, nobody is there, she ends up leaving. 
Ultimately, I think this deleted scene goes nowhere. I think it serves zero benefit to any storyline with Kate Bishop or Jack or Eleanor or anything like that. What I do find the best about this deleted scene is the small interaction that Kate and Eleanor have and really depicts their relationship in a different light. So I say good on you, Marvel, for cutting this. Love me some, some Kate Bishop, but this one did not need to be in there. Ice cream, 30 seconds, the shortest deleted scene. Wilson Fisk picks up a young Maya from Karate, says that her dad had to work late tonight, but that means that he has time to take her out for ice cream. She signs, thank you, uncle. I adore this scene. I think any flashback that we get with young Maya or Wilson Fisk is important, and I like it, and I love it, and I need more of it, and also um, ice cream. Like that, uh, let's go, ice cream. God, I fucking love ice cream. Let's go. Next one. Detour, one minute and 42 seconds. Clint and Kate are walking back to her apartment, obviously talking about fashion, talking about the suit, and when Clint sees an unmarked car in front of her apartment, he kind of panics, he freaks out a little bit. She mentions that she was supposed to go to the station for questioning, but never did. This is one of my biggest complaints about the show, is that it makes a very strong point of her being called by the cops, saying, hey, you need to come into the office for questioning. She says, okay, I will. And that was the end of that. And we never understood why she never went in. We never got any kind of closure on that. This scene at least gives us some closure because she says, oh yeah, I forgot about that. That probably doesn't look good. I'm so sorry. He asks if she thinks she can be connected back to any of the break-ins or the murders. She tells him that she has a plan. They're going to work on trust. And then they hop in a cab together. Again, I think it's important relationship building here as well. She is pushing Clint to trust her more which is definitely important. And we get some, at least some, it's not great, but it's some type of closure to the whole cop questioning situation. I say you should have kept this in. I liked it. A minute 42. I mean, come on. What do you, like, it's under two minutes. Just toss it in there. I think it would have been beneficial. The next one is called friend, question mark. It is one minute. It is, uh, again, young Maya. So I've got to start off by saying, put it in the show. I love young Maya. I think she is adorable. And I think she's got a great personality on screen. We see her like zero times, basically, throughout the entire series. Young Maya is packing up from her karate class. A kid comes over, says that his dad works with her dad. You can see that there's a disconnect in the language barrier. So she teaches him how to sign exactly that. And they bump fists and Maya just has the biggest smile on her face. Should have kept this heartwarming. Tells us more about the tracksuit mafia, how their reach extends farther than we think that it does. And more young Maya is is always good. So should have kept this one one minute. I mean, come on, let's 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 have at it. Three to go. I'm gonna blow through these real fast. This this one is called Until It's Done. It is two minutes. Eleanor Bishop meets with Wilson Fisk. Wow, mind blowing here at his apartment in 2012 after the Battle of New York. So again, very interesting deleted scene here. She mentions that he is dealing with her now because her husband is gone. Kingpin says that his condolences for her and her daughter. Her husband was a good man. He created a mess of things, but she now has to clean them up. Eleanor then says that she won't do this forever. And he says, no, no, not forever. Just until it's done. I would have liked this in the show. I think this would have been important because we don't know anything about their prior relationship. We don't know how long that they've been talking. We don't know how long Eleanor's been the front man for a lot of these things, how long she's been involved in this and what has been driving her to her breaking point. So this little two-minute scene at least gives us some information about that, gives us more information about Wilson Fisk and how he feels about their relationship. I say keep it. Could have benefited from it. 
Boomerang, the next one. One minute long, Hawkeye and Kate Bishop are at a bow and arrow store. I think, is that a real thing? A bow and arrow store? It, where you can buy bows and where you can buy arrows. I think that, I don't know. Maybe it's a, a hunting store. I don't know. They're buying bows and arrows. And the counter employee freaks out that it's Hawkeye. And Kate says, which one, like, which one of you are you freaking out about? Because, you know, I, I get that a lot too. A lot of people freak out about me. Classic Kate Bishop stuff. You love to see it. Banter about being Hawkeye's partner. Clint asks for all the arrows they have. And then Kate asks about boomerangs and says that she's not giving up on boomerangs yet. A cute scene for sure. Totally scrap it. It means nothing to the show at all. I do like people freaking out, like in, you know, seeing Hawkeye in real life. I think that's pretty cool. But yeah, no good. Get rid of this thing. Good call. The last deleted scene is called Moira Comes Home. It is one minute. Moira comes home, essentially, to the apartment that, that Clint and Kate are staying in, kicks them out. Clint gets hit with her walking stick. Kate says, well, I guess I should have checked with Moira before we stayed here. Um, this scene means nothing to me, and it was um, one minute of my life that I, I guess I'll, I'll never get back. That sounds pretty harsh, but this scene meant nothing, essentially. And, and if you have this scene in, then you have an entirely different storyline now they don't have a place to stay. Where are they going to stay? How's their relationship going to go? Best to avoid all of that. I think smart move to take this one out. Overall, I think there are definitely a couple that I would have liked to stay. Some of the shorter, more impactful and meaningful ones would have been nice. And, and I think they would have lent more backstory, more information for us in the Hawkeye series. I think I just think overall it would have been a smart choice to keep some of these in. And I don't know why they deleted him. I think that's always fascinating to me. Why did you take this off? What impact would it have had on any other storylines or any other character relationships? I just think that some of the uh, some of these would have been nice. Would have been nice to have. And why are we taking ice cream out of Hawkeye? Like, why? Come on. Give us ice cream. Give us Wilson Fisk. Give us Young Maya. That's the money right there. That's the good stuff. Which deleted scene is your favorite? Let me know on Twitter at 15 Minute Marvel. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on any major podcast platform. Special shout out to the patrons of the show, Brandon Clark, Kajir Shakib, Reagan Knopp, Alan Cole Peacock, Ben Lawhorn, and Corellia Christina, the newest patron of the pod. A very exciting and very special Patreon episode of the pod did just drop yesterday for January. It is Mike Zego of the Link Podcast and I just chatting it up for 90 minutes about 2022 MCU projects. If you're interested in that, Head to the Patreon, $2 a month, get you access to that and all of the other extended bonus episodes of the show. I will see you back here next time. I'm Ethan Simi, and remember, always go higher, further, and faster.